Welcome to AM Best Audio. Good afternoon. Uh, today we've got uh, Tony Egerton, um, Asia's uh, Principal Officer and CEO for Nexus Underwriting. Tony, thank you for taking the opportunity to have a bit of a chat with us. Uh, we would like to get some of your thoughts on um, where you see various aspects of the market and I suppose in the areas that you specialise. Uh, one of the things that I've had the opportunity to have a quick chat with Tony about was that uh, Nexus is uh, a bit of a, a pioneer, a bit of a leader in uh, structured uh, solutions in the, uh, the treaty reinsurance markets. Uh, Tony, could you just expand a little bit on that and how that evolves and what your involvement is? Yes, of course. Good afternoon, Rob. Pleasure to meet you. Thank you. Um, structured solutions are bespoke, typically multi-year um, solutions to a particular need or objective of a sedent. In contrast to sort of traditional treaty, one-year um, commodity reinsurance. So we find ourselves, particularly in today's treaty reinsurance market, increasingly called upon to um, address some of the restrictions that are being imposed. Additional retention levels, lost participation corridors, um, and find non-traditional solutions to some of the more onerous treaty conditions in today's marketplace. So I'm, I'm happy to say that sort of we're very busy um, and um, I'm not saying that sort of finding those solutions isn't at times challenging, but it's, it's a great opportunity, frankly. And in terms of, because a lot of this business is obviously driven by claims experience, how are you finding what the current claims environment is? And is there sustainability of capital environment in terms of some portfolios of business from people that we've spoken to are finding that it's, it's quite difficult to get reinsurance or to get capital to support the business? Can you share your thoughts on your line of business and how that's operating? Okay, well, we, when we're thinking about losses, I mean, we sort of look at the NatCat side of things yes. and then the, the risk side of things. And Asia, generally, is incredibly exposed, as we all know, mm. to natural catastrophe, to an increased frequency and severity of those natural catastrophes as a result of climate change. So that's sort of a given, really. Yes. Um, what I think has been a feature in recent years, in the last couple of two or three years, is an increased series of risk losses, um, serious, large risk losses in warehouses in South Korea to storage facilities in Indonesia. And it's these nasty risk losses that um, an increased frequency of these nasty risk losses mm. that coupled with the ongoing natural catastrophes in countries like the Philippines, Indonesia and elsewhere that have really sort of caused this regional market correction in treaty reinsurance and therefore a demand for additional capacity or capital. Um, and as I said earlier, you know, there's some slightly different alternative solutions to those problems. C could you expand on that for us, please, Tony? Well, um, you know, if traditional capacity is drying up because mm -hmm. For whatever reason, um, traditional reinsurance underwriting is struggling. Mm -hmm. Whatever reason, as I said, 
to answer particular needs and objectives of buyers, mm. then there is then a broader question of is what else is available? And, um, and I'm pleased to say that sort of some of what we do is, uh, is able to address some of those needs. Excellent. Not a panacea, doesn't solve everybody's problems. No, no, there's no uh, such thing as a perfect world out there. Um, but, but the point being is that, um, you know, I think that increasingly buyers are becoming more sophisticated, becoming, are demanding more creativity and innovation mm -hmm. from their reinsurers. And that's part of the, the role we play. So, uh, uh, in a sense, a maturity of the market and its buyers looking at the most appropriate solutions going forward? Yeah, as I said, yeah. coupled with sort of a global treaty market, which is clearly going through a correction. So, okay. thank you for that. And I, I, I note that Nexus is also strong in financial lines and has a, has a proud history. Can you enlighten us to where you, you're placed in that market at the moment and where you might see challenges and hurdles going forward? Financial Lines was the first line of business for Nexus 15 odd years ago in London. And it's one of the lines of business that we also underwrite out here in the region. It's one of our largest lines of business around the world. Uh, we, uh, we're certainly seeing some softening in financial lines here in Asia. And pricing even on um, on, across the board is, is probably off about 5% looking at okay. renewals, okay? But interestingly enough, in the London market, we're seeing pricing off 20%. Now, historically, as you know, Asia tends to be softer than the markets elsewhere. But mm. in this particular sort of market, um, things seem softer elsewhere than here in Asia. Now, maybe that just bodes ill for the future for financial lines here at some stage. But at the moment, the market is a little bit more, um, uh, a little firmer here. Customize your data experience. Best Link now offers an interactive company dashboard that provides company level intelligence in a fast, user-friendly interface featuring interactive tables, charts, and Sparkline performance histories. Customize the dashboard tiles to prioritize the insurer readings, data, and analytics that best support your workflow. AM Best. Our insight, your advantage. What's your perception of, if you like, the, uh, the general Asian region in terms of its uh, market penetration, um, its regulatory environment, and its strategy for going forward? Three complex questions, How long but, they, got, that, Rob? But, <laughs> but they sort of mend or merge into no, each no, other. I understand, I understand. Well, I, I suppose the starting point for that conversation, that discussion, is whenever we talk about Asia, um, it's such a broad geography, a broadly diverse economic environment. Um, We've got sophisticated and um, the developed markets in North Asia, in Hong Kong, in Singapore. Um, and then we've got the emerging markets in Southeast Asia of Indonesia, Malaysia, the Philippines, Thailand. Mm -hmm. um, then got the, the frontier markets in Indochina. Okay? And I haven't even mentioned China and India, already huge markets that will be the mammoths of the future, okay? Yes. But sort of, so whenever we talk about Asia, we have to be incredibly careful. Which, which part are we referring to? So that's, that's the first thing. Second thing is, it is 
abundantly clear that we are not selling enough. We're not, we don't have enough insurance penetration around what is, what we were talking about earlier, a highly catastrophe-prone region of the world. Huge populations living in catastrophe-prone regions and inadequate private sector insurance support for them. So the challenge is how to, how to price and distribute insurance products that are going to make a difference to those communities. So you, you've got a market penetration challenge. Yep. Uh, and it sounds like you've got an education challenge. Mm -hmm. um, and is that from a Nexus point of view and, and you running the, uh, uh, the Asian uh, arena, is that a, is something that you're looking forward to as exciting in the Indochina area, realising some of these things it takes a while uh, to gain a foothold as such? Well, I mean, we're only a small participant in the marketplace, Rob, um, but we're more than happy to pay our part. Uh, we have invested in people on the ground. You know, we've tripled our headcount, gone from less than 10 to 30 in the region in just two years. Mm. Um, but we're a specialist MGA. Yes. We, we already mentioned a few of the lines that we specialize in here in Asia. We can't solve the, in, the region's problems. What we can do though, as part of a broader industry push, um, is play our part. And that's what we're very keen to do. Now, the other question that you asked about earlier was regulators. It's one of my favourites, actually, Tony, so I'd love to hear your views. One of the challenges for, for Nexus and our peers here in Asia is that there is, in many territories, an unclear regulatory environment for MGAs. Yes. Okay. And the one thing sort of market participants and indeed regulators don't like is, is, is lack of clarity. So we've been working with some of our key existing regulators, but also some of the other regulators around the region to see the extent to which specific MGA regulation and legislation can be developed mm -hmm. so that this business model, which frankly drives a lot of innovation, creativity, penetration elsewhere in the world, can begin to play a more active role here in the region. And I'm pleased to say that over the last two years, we really begin to make it really get some traction working in cooperation with the regulators to find uh, models, regulatory models that the business can operate with and develop. That would be lovely to see more of. Well, it's positive for the, the country and the regulator if you do get that sort of um, agreed position going forward to enhance its market penetration and I did note your earlier comments which are very consistent we've got different regions doing different things and and hopefully in due course we get that consistency <coughs> pardon me one of the things of uh, Nexus is also quite strong in uh, accident and health where do you see uh, that heading in this region once again, penetration of such a fundamental line of business as accident and health is, is fundamental to the future health of society um, in different countries and different environments. It's been a key line of business here for us in the region, both in terms of um, catastrophe excess of loss programs, mm -hmm. where we've been an active player for several years, 
but also um, working with underwriters here in the region and elsewhere in the world, looking at more challenging occupations, uh, more difficult groups of, of, of individual that fall outside traditional accident and health treaties. Yes. Um, so, you know, we're very, very keen to sort of push the barriers in terms of the mainstream catastrophe covers to make sure that local insurance companies have adequate protection as and when these catastrophes, terrible catastrophes happen. Mm. Plus, working around those traditional main bulk of exposure to develop new products, new ideas to address challenging occupations yep. and um, exposures. Well, you've got unique solutions for each country because of its background and where it got to where it's got. Tony, is there anything else that you'd like to share with us? I'm learning a lot, by the way, as you're speaking and sharing all this information with us. But uh, is there anything else you'd like to share with us? Well, I mean, I think one of the one of the things that you may have picked up on, I don't know how many SIRCs you've been to before, but this is more than, well, I remember when we got excited when we had 1,300 reg registered delegates at SIRC. We have this week near enough 3,000. Incredible growth of the of the event, and an opportunity to catch up with old friends, uh, make make new acquaintances. You know, just develop the network, and collectively figure out how we can address some of the issues. So Global so solutions. I think it's been a sort of it's 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 a tremendous success story. SIRC, and you know, long may it continue as yep. in its role. I appreciate that. Uh, we also appreciate you taking the time to uh, have a chat. Also, I appreciate your integrity in giving honest answers that actually make sense to what's really happening here. And uh, hopefully, I'll get to meet you again in 12 months' time. Um, I know that you you have uh, been interviewed by others, but uh, I look forward to seeing you again in 12 months. Thank you very much. Cheers, Rob. Well, the best Thank you time. very much. Cheers. Bye-bye. Looking to get the attention of the insurance industry? We have the platforms to do just that. Whether it be AM Best TV, AM Best Audio, Best Review Magazine, or Best Day. Find out more by contacting our Advertising Services Business Development Team at 908-882-1706.